Hello there, this is Mary Demuth, and this is Pray Every Day, where I pray through the Bible verse by verse. What a privilege it is on this 18th day of August to pray for you. Thank you for the privilege. Hey, um, I keep saying that word privilege, but it truly is. It's such a blessing to be able to pray for you, and I'm, I'm tickled pink to be able to do it. This podcast is brought to you by Patreon, all the patrons of Patreon. You can go to patreon.com slash pray every day. There's a bunch of different levels that you can support the podcast at. At $10, you get a free painting. Um, I send it to you digitally. I don't send everybody a physical painting, but it's a digital painting. I, well, it's a real painting, but I send it to you digitally. <laughs> Hope that makes sense. And at 25, you get a free Nobody Hears It Anywhere Else podcast delivered to you you on the first of the month. So uh, at the end of this episode, I will be reading more of the names of the patrons of this podcast to thank them. And if you could pray for them, that would be really awesome. All right. So today we're in Acts chapter 19, verses 23 through 41. And this is what it says in the New American Standard Version of the Bible. About that time, there occurred no small disturbance concerning the way for a man named Demetrius, a silversmith, who made silver shrines of Artemis, was bringing no little business to the craftsmen. These he gathered together with the workmen of similar trades and said, Men, you know that our prosperity depends upon this business. You see and hear that not only in Ephesus, but almost all of Asia, this Paul has persuaded and turned away a considerable number of people, saying that the gods made with hands are no gods at all. Not only is there danger that this trade of ours fall into disrepute, but also that the temple of the great goddess Artemis be regarded as worthless, and that she whom all of Asia and the world worship will even be dethroned from her magnificence. When they heard this and were filled with rage, they began crying out, saying, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians. The city was filled with the confusion. And they rushed with one accord into the theater, dragging along Gaius and Aristarchus, Paul's traveling companions from Macedonia. And when Paul wanted to go into the assembly, the disciples would not let him. Also, some of the Asiarchs, who were friends of his, sent to him and repeatedly urged him not to venture into the theater. So then some were shouting one thing and some another, for the assembly was in confusion, and the majority did not know for what reason they had come together. Some of the crowd concluded it was Alexander, since the Jews had put him forward. And having motioned with his hand, Alexander was intending to make a defense to the assembly. But when they recognized that he was a Jew, a single outcry arose from them as they shouted for about two hours, Great is Artemis of the Ephesians! After quieting the crowd, the town clerk said, Men of Ephesus, what man is there after all who does not know that the city of the Ephesians is guardian of the temple of the great Artemis and the image which fell down from heaven? So, since these are undeniable facts, you ought to keep calm and do nothing rash, for you have brought these men here who are neither robbers of temples nor blasphemers of our goddess. So then, if Demetrius and the craftsmen who are with him have a complaint against any man, the courts are in session and pro-councils are available. Let them bring charges against one another. But if you want anything beyond this, it shall be settled by the lawful assembly. For indeed, we are in danger of being accused of a riot in connection with today's events, since there is no real cause for it. And in this connection, we will be unable to account for this disorderly gathering. After saying this, he dismissed the assembly. Mind if I pray for you? Well, that was a long piece of scripture today. Lord Jesus, we thank you for um, this long piece of scripture. And we see how deeply people are entrenched with their gods. And even in 
fashioning idols. This was an entire industry that was being threatened. Um, I think about like the slave trade and how that is an industry being threatened by uh, people who follow you. Uh, pornography is being threatened by Christ followers. And so, yes, will people lose their jobs? I hope so, Lord, because I don't want any of that in the world anymore. It's dark and terrible. Lord Jesus, um, as a daughter of um, a father who is quite addicted and creating porn, um, this is something that's on top of mind quite a bit for me. Lord, um, thank you for uh, just this example of order, civil order. Um, we see some mob-like mentality, but then um, the government was there to kind of push it down. This didn't always happen, but Lord, I'm reminded of how we are to respect our government and submit to governing authorities, of course, unless they say for us to do something that would violate our conscience and violate you. But Lord, help us to be good citizens, to pay our taxes, and to... Um, to understand the role of government in our society. Lord, we love you. We need you. We thank you. Um, and we pray that the darkness that is in this world would dissipate because of the light that the Christians bring to it. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, here's some more patrons for you. Barry Sutliv, Catherine Brinkley, Yeri Gonzalez, Jim Moy, Sue Johnson, Stacy Nevels, Rachel Chamnus, Jenny Butts, Kelly Furquay, uh, Fuquay, sorry, Jeanette Gabriel, Sharon Alary, Tiffany Scott, Michelle Niedert, Kim Septon, Septon, Monica Fisk, Misty Walker, Brian Michelson, Susan Warren, Anna uh, Kovacs, Katrina Truman, and Carlene Figuera. Lord, thank you for those folks. I'm so grateful <laughs> for um, helping the Pray Every Day show stay on the air. So thanks to all of them. And I pray that today is a day um, full of joy for you.